Welcome to the St. Benedict Parish Sunday Message Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And now, here's this Sunday's message. My brother shared this story years ago. He and his wife had one baby. Now, now they have five, but this is early on in their marriage. And, and uh, his wife, Caroline, is like super mom, but she just was starting to get to that point of being okay with stepping out uh, for short periods of time. And so she had gone off to go for a run or do a little shopping, and she had left my brother Jeremy with their firstborn son alone for like an hour or something. So, so dad was in charge, right? What could go wrong? I mean, my brother, he's great with kids. He's a natural, easy peasy, right? So there they are. You know, he's got his little guy in his arms and, uh, and just, just loving him. But timing is everything. And their son chose that moment to have a diaper incident. Now, I'm trying to be polite, but it was more like a diaper explosion. It was this geyser erupting, and baby poop was going in every single direction. And, uh, and my brother, he did the only thing that a good father would do in that situation. He ran. Now, he ran with his son directly into the shower. And they both got a a good wash that day. I think they were still fully clothed when they got in the shower. But but in any case, uh, he kind of cleaned up the evidence. And uh, and in about 30 minutes, when Caroline got home, uh, you know, they were there just chilling. You know, how how was it? Oh, yeah, it was was fine, right? And then she says, why is your hair wet? busted, right? Now, my brother, he loves telling that story. He giggles so much every time he tells it. I bet you that every single dad has some kind of baby poop story. And if not that, then there's some other story, this, this mishap, a parenting moment that was both embarrassing and endearing. And I want to ask the question, what was your dad like? You know, was he the kind of guy who would let you poop all over him and, uh, and love you even more for it and then enjoy telling this story to his friends. You know, we know that, that dads are, uh, are a mixed bag of strengths and weaknesses. Maybe you had a great or have a great relationship with your dad. Maybe it was a struggle. Perhaps you hardly got to know your dad or never even met him. I know that some uh, dads uh, are... are Actually, I'll say all dads struggle with sin. Some of them uh, struggle with, with negative patterns, even addictions. Some try to cope with substances. Some are burdened by mental illness, and that has an effect on, on everyone around them. Some of them uh, give in to anger. Some of them are emotionally distant. Some are abusive. Some are totally absent. See, we know that there's both a crisis of manhood and a crisis of fatherhood today. And the fact is this, that our experience of men and our experience of our father has a direct impact on the way that we experience Jesus as a man and God as father. Our first image of God the father is through our dad. 
And so with all the broken and imperfect examples that we have of, of manhood and fatherhood, where can we turn? Well, Pope Francis thought, uh, knowing of this crisis, he thought the best thing to do was to name this the year of St. Joseph, to put focus on this remarkable saint, this, this one who is a good man, a good husband, and a good father. And so that's why uh, we're in this really short preaching series. It's called Mary and Joseph. Last week on the Feast of the Assumption, Father Alex preached about Mary. And today I'm going to preach about St. Joseph. And by the way, this message is for both men and women. Because what St. Joseph offers for us is an example of what it means to be a saint. And every single one of us, we're called. We're called to become saints. Why? Because saints live the most fulfilled lives here and now, and saints get to spend eternity with God forever in heaven. So what I want to do is, is highlight three attributes of St. Joseph, and I'm going to draw from today's readings. So first is this. Joseph was a heroic husband. Joseph was a, a heroic husband. We might go back to Matthew chapter 1 and 2, just to refresh ourselves on the story. As it begins, Joseph is betrothed to Mary. Now, in that Jewish context, what, what basically that meant, they were engaged, but there's this phase in the engagement where they're legally committed to each other, and yet they were not yet married. They were not yet living together. And it was during that time that it was discovered that Mary was pregnant. Now, you can imagine the whole town was basically convinced that Mary had cheated on Joseph. And so for a righteous man, a law-abiding man, he could have had his wife-to-be stoned to death. But not so with Joseph. He, he thought, well, I will secretly uh, separate from her so as to save her life. And it is at that moment that he has this dream, and God speaks to him through an angel and says, Joseph, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for indeed, the child in her womb is of the Holy Spirit. And what does he do? Like that, he changes and he decides to take Mary, to love her, to marry her, to protect her, to care for her, to sacrifice for her, to provide for all of her needs. In spite of all the shame and all the public humiliation, he was there by Mary's side. He demonstrated heroic love. And when I heard our second reading today from uh, Ephesians, Paul's writing this letter, and it's often something that's uh, read at weddings. And it's great to, great to witness, you know, as you're watching the crowd. You know, there's this wonderful, controversial line, Wives, be subject to your husbands as you are to the Lord. And it's like, at that moment, the men finally, they pay attention. And they're like elbowing their wives and say, see that? You need to be subject to me. It says so in the Bible, right? Now, you got to understand the whole context. This is easily misunderstood. But uh, earlier, Paul says, we need to be mutually subject to one another. And then if you keep reading, there's a pretty strong exhortation to the men. To the husbands, he says this, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. 
So in other words, we need to love the way Joseph loved Mary. Men, we need to love the way Jesus loved the church. We need to love with a sacrificial love. You want to know what that looks like? Look to the cross. That's what I'm talking about, this kind of heroic love. And, and this applies to all men. I want to put out a challenge to all men. What the world needs to see is men who love women. And I'm not just talking about love in such a way so you can, you know, get what you want or take advantage or, or overpower. No, to love women in their dignity, with their intrinsic value in mind, respecting them. That's what we need to love heroically, the way Joseph was a heroic husband. Number two, Joseph was a devoted dad. Now, Pope Francis, he named this the year of St. Joseph, and he wrote this document back in December. It's a short, it's like a dozen pages maybe. You can find it online, vatican.va. Just search for it. It's called Patris Corde, and uh, the opening is taken from the opening line, which says this, with the father's heart, that's how Joseph loved Jesus, with the father's heart. You can just imagine how many diapers Joseph would have had to change, how many times he stayed up through the night with Jesus when he wouldn't fall asleep, how many times they were at synagogue and Joseph had to take Jesus out to the foyer because he was being fussy. You can just imagine, with the father's heart, he loved Jesus. And then as he grew, he would have trained him in his craft. We know that he was uh, a carpenter. The Greek word was tekton, which was even more broad than that. A craftsman who worked with wood, who worked with stone. Uh, he was capable. He would build houses. He could have been fixing fishing boats and, and everything in between. Joseph knew what it was like to put in an honest day's work. And he would have taught Jesus how to work hard. He would have helped Jesus to, to grow strong. And yet, he was also tender in the way that he exercised that, that mentoring. And I love this line from the, from the letter the Pope wrote. Uh, it's kind of a speculation he has. You know the story of the prodigal son that, that years later Jesus tells as a parable to his followers? Well, listen to this. Pope says, I like to think that it was from Saint Joseph that Jesus drew inspiration for the parable of the prodigal son and the merciful father. From Saint Joseph. And you might be thinking, to all the men, to all the dads and the husbands out there listening, you might be thinking to yourself, uh, yeah, thanks a lot, Father Simon. Like, you, you just raised the bar even higher as if I don't have enough to worry about. This guy, Joseph, like, he's got it all together. Uh, that's not my situation. Well, maybe this next quote from, from Pope Francis might be a little consoling to you. It's a bit longer, but I'm going to read it in full. He says this, Fathers are not born, but made. A man does not become a father simply by bringing a child into the world, but by taking up the responsibility to care for that child. Whenever a man accepts responsibility for the life of another, in some way, he becomes a father to that person. And again, this applies to both men and women. Real fatherhood, real motherhood, takes place when we accept responsibility for the life of another. 
And Joseph certainly did that. He sacrificed, he offered himself, he provided for this child. And think about it. Jesus wasn't even his own biological son. He's just the foster father. And yet he chose to accept responsibility for his son. And we might reflect on this question. Who has God put in your life? Who has God entrusted into your care? Who's the person we need to be devoted to? Number three, Joseph was a faith leader in his family. I'm not sure why it is, but so often religion, faith, it's, it's one of those things that kind of gets relegated to the women and the children. And, and I've certainly seen this even more explicit in other cultures. I've been to places where, where it's Sunday morning, all the women and, and the kids, they go in for church, and the men, uh, they're hanging out outside smoking. Seriously. It's like the, all they do, they're the chauffeurs, right? They drive uh, the women and the children to and from church, but they're not engaged. Well, that was not the case for Joseph. He was totally engaged. He was a faith leader in his family. He, he prayed. He loved God. He was attuned to God's voice. He heard from God, speaking to him often in dreams. And uh, in fact, I know men today who sometimes will have dreams that are, that are spiritual in nature and, and it helps to guide them. But there's all kinds of ways, men, that we can hear God's voice, to, to carve out time every day to pray, to be silent, to read scripture. You know, uh, I think not only was Joseph uh, prayerful and faith-filled, he was obedient to God. When he heard God's voice, he followed it. God said, I want you to marry Mary. Take her as your wife. And he did it. God said, you need to escape to Egypt to protect your son from being massacred by Herod. And he did it. God said, it's safe for you to return with your family to Nazareth. And he did it. In each case, Joseph, he's obedient. And and keep in mind, he's just a layman, right? He's not a priest, he's not a rabbi, he's not a a scribe or a Pharisee. He's just a layman. And in in fact, if anybody had an excuse to, to shirk their faith responsibilities in their family, it would have been Joseph, right? Think about it. His wife, Mary, conceived without sin. His son, Jesus, God, right? So it's like, he could be like, hey, listen, why don't you get, you're like the holy ones in this family. Why don't you guys take care of the faith stuff? I'll like build some tables and chairs, right? But Joseph did not do that. And listen up, men. I want to talk to you for a second. The men, the husbands, the fathers specifically, it's time to man up. It's time to step up and be a faith leader in your family. It's not enough to just say, you know what, I'm going to abdicate my faith responsibilities. Leave that to the other people. You know what, so what if your wife is holier than you? Joseph's wife was holier than him. So what if your kids are holier than you? Joseph's son was holier than him. And yet he chose to be a faith leader in his family. And so should we. You know, I began sharing this story about my brother with this diaper explosion. And uh, there's another story that my brother Jeremy loves to tell. It was the day before their wedding, and uh, we were all gathered together at the wedding rehearsal. And my uncle, who was also a priest, Uncle Franklin, he was preaching that day, and he chose 
the text that was actually our first reading today from Joshua. And there's this beautiful line. I'll give you a little bit of context. So it's the Old Testament. Joshua is there with the tribes of Israel. They're all gathered together, and they're living in this land where they're surrounded by pagan idols, which means all kinds of people worshiping other things than the one true God. And today, what that might look like, some of the pagan idols that are around us are, well, ourselves. We like to worship ourselves, worship our careers. We, we worship money. We worship sex. We worship power. We worship uh, all kinds of other things. Fame other than God, who needs to be first. And Joshua is saying to them, listen, you need to choose today whom you will serve. And then there's this powerful, powerful line he, he adds, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. My brother Jeremy was, was sitting listening to this preaching and his heart was on fire. And later that day he talked to his fiancee Caroline and he was like, this is it. This needs to be the motto of our marriage, of our family. And the very next day at the wedding, it was in his groom speech, he shared that passage. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And you know what happened? Three months later, they had this wonderful surprise of getting pregnant. And uh, nine months after that, they had their firstborn son. Guess what they named him? Joshua. To be a reminder for them that their whole life, their family, their marriage, everything needed to be centered around serving the Lord. We need today men to step up, to choose, to be like St. Joseph, to, to be heroic husbands, devoted dads, and faith leaders in their families. I tell you what, there's so many other things pulling us in various directions, so many other forces, so many other messages, so many things that, that want our time and our attention and our money and our love. Joshua in the Old Testament chose on behalf of his family to serve God. Joseph in the New Testament chose on behalf of his family to serve God. And we are presented to ourselves today this same choice. Choose whom you will serve. And as the spiritual father of St. Benedict Parish, I declare today, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Thanks so much for listening to the St. Benedict Parish Sunday Message Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. Have a lovely day.